workday feeling a little long? That's because you missed Jane Lindley Thomas. Uh, this afternoon, uh, we welcome a great friend of mine, uh, Corin Boerter, attorney. Hello, my angel. Hi, how are you, Jane? I'm good, thank you. The statistics as far as domestic violence is concerned. Yeah, it's a massive, massive problem. Um, it's not just around, uh, in South Africa, it's around the world, but in South Africa, it's particularly bad. Uh, the recent stats show that 25% of women suffer from domestic violence every year in South Africa. And that's reported, right? Those are reported, yes. So if you take, well, well, it's based on Statistics South Africa. So yeah. they, they took a, a group of people and, and interviewed them and based it on that. So if you look at the population of South Africa at 57 million odd, and you take 20, 49% are male, so 51% are female, and of those, 25% are victims of domestic violence. And it's amazing because, I mean, when I was watching your hashtag uh, Break the Silence video, domestic violence doesn't live in one space. No. You can never tell at face value what goes on behind closed doors, right? No, that's the scariest part about domestic violence is that we don't know what's going on. And the perpetrators so often put up a front that you, you wouldn't believe that they were committing acts of domestic violence. And also domestic violence isn't just what people think it is. People think domestic violence is when some, one person hits another person, and it's not that. It's a whole list of different things. So it's emotional abuse. You know, when a guy says to you, ooh, you know, are you wearing that? And you become all like, uh, yes, why? Um, it's when, you know, there's, there's so there's um, verbal abuse. Screaming and shouting and swearing it happens all the time. Um, sexual abuse. People don't realize that um, 80% of rapes are committed by an intimate partner. Whoa. It falls under domestic violence. Well, I remember receiving an email from, from a woman, and it was, I mean, I've been here since 2002 and received some pretty hardcore emails, but it was one of the most hardcore emails I'd ever read, and it was from a woman who was being repeatedly raped by her husband. Correct. And I just couldn't believe that a husband would do that to his wife. Correct, and it happens more than you think. Okay, so by an intimate partner, verbal abuse, emotional abuse? Financial abuse. It's called economic abuse in the in the act, in the Domestic Violence Act. So a lot of women are reliant on their intimate partner for their day-to-day -day living. Um, so they're held captive by that. They are held captive. And many of the women don't leave because they simply can't leave. Mm. They can't afford to leave. Mm. And that's what just perpetuates the problem. Now, today we were actually meant to be chatting to a lady by the name of Yulandi. Yes. And she can't be here with us today. That's correct. Yolandi is also an attorney, and she was handling a matter. I stand to be corrected. I think it was three years ago. And there was domestic violence involved. It was a divorce matter. And she had assisted her client, the wife, to obtain a domestic violence intellect against her husband. She was assisting the wife to go and collect items from the shared home. And he, the husband, arrived. Uh, he was becoming abusive. And it so happened that Yolandi's father was the caretaker of the building where they stayed. So he came out to investigate what was going on. And with that, the, the husband pulled out a gun. Mm. And he shot and killed his wife. He shot and killed Yolandi's father. Oh. And then he shot Yolandi twice, once through the throat and once through the head. Oh, my word. Yeah. And um, he then waited for the police to arrive and shot himself. And killed himself. And obviously Yolandi was in hospital for a long period of time. Mm. Um, from my conversation with her, she was 
um, paralyzed at first. Um, and they suspected she may be blind for it for the rest of her life, but she's regained most of her eyesight and she's able to walk again. And she's practicing as an attorney again. Very brave girl. Wow. But yeah. And she was meant to be with us today, but actually has to go and fawn up. Yes. Um, on Monday, her, her wound on her head from the bullet wound um, came open. So she's in theater having an op. Sending you lots and lots of love, Yolandi. All right, so we're moving toward, towards an event on the 2nd of December at the Shangweni Showgrounds. Uh, it's called Break the Silence. Why did you decide to spearhead this this event? The, the, the short version of a long story. Um, I've been a victim of um, and a survivor of various forms of um, abuse in the home. Um, first of all, um, between the ages of five and ten-ish, um, I was sexually abused by four of our neighbor's sons. Um, and the long-term impact on that, of that on my life was huge. I only really came to grips with that when I was in my 30s. Wow. Uh, when I was at school, I was bullied. I was always one of the smallest in the class, and I'm quite an introvert, so I was bullied quite a lot. I never showed it to anybody. I never let it out. I took solace in my horse and went away to the stables to go and ride my horse. Um, I also had a science teacher who propositioned me. And, you know, I was a naive 16-year-old at the time. It was, it was difficult. Wow. You know, now they call it sexual grooming. Um, it wasn't labeled back then. And then, yeah, I got married and divorced and married and divorced twice and you know, only I, I suffered domestic violence uh, never physical abuse but at one point in our relationship it was the turning point for me was when he had me pinned up against a wall and he had his hand in a fist and I actually said to him hit me because if you hit me I can show people what you do to me mm. they can't see the wounds the scars are so deep, you know, the emotional and psychological scars are so deep. You don't see them and nobody knows what's going on behind closed doors. And then in my late 30s, I wanted to be a lawyer for a very long time. And in my late 30s, I was 39, in fact, I met a lady who asked me why I wasn't an attorney. And I gave her the usual excuses of, oh, I'm too old and blah, blah, blah. And uh, she was a black single mother. And uh, her name is Dorothy. I'm still in contact with Dorothy. And Dorothy said to me, I'm going to tell you my story and then I want you to stop making excuses. And uh, she told me that she was a tea girl in an all-white, Afrikaans, all-male law firm in Pretoria. Yeah. She did a LLB through UNISA. And when I met her, she was a partner in that same firm. So that was kind of my inspiration to get going. And I always wanted to do something for women. Because of what I'd been through, one of the biggest things about leaving an abusive relationship or any relationship really is the feeling of being so alone, mm. feelings of guilt for your children and not having financial resources. It's a huge, huge step to take. So as part of what I do now is I started running support groups. And then at the beginning of the year, I started my own firm and I suddenly just noticed I don't know why, but I just noticed a huge increase in the number of domestic violence cases that were coming to me and bad domestic violence. And I, I don't know, everything, the universe was just shoving me and saying, you need to do something. 
And somebody's got to start. You know, one person has to stand up and say, put their hand up and say, I'm going to start something. And I had to. So 2nd of December, I'm so uh, blessed and uh, delighted that you asked me to be your MC for the day. Tell me, I mean, for someone listening to the radio now, what is the day going to entail? Who's invited? Everyone's invited. Um, women who are going through abuse or who have survived abuse, women who've never been abused and who would like to become involved to help other women, men who are against abuse of women and children. We need more men to stand up and say, it's unacceptable to do this. So everyone's invited. Um, we've got a number of amazing speakers coming. Uh, Yulandi, we're hoping beyond all hope that she will be okay. She's told us she's going to have her head shaved, but she's going to rock it. Um, Jess Ford, of course, everybody knows Jess Ford. Jess Ford will be speaking. And then a gentleman by the name of Craig Wilkinson who has an organization called Father a Nation, and he's all about developing men um, and um, empowering men to use their natural power in a positive way and not in a violent way. Mm. So he's fantastic. And then we've got a whole bunch of different musicians who have come, and one of our ladies, in fact, one of our ladies on our support group, wrote lyrics to a song. Um, she's a survivor. And uh, one of our other ladies who's a musician who's singing on the day, Cheryl, has written the music and there is now a song. So we've got our own song, mm. which we hope to launch really, really soon. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have some fun but cover a very serious topic and from this hope then to develop things further. Okay, times? 11 a.m. we're starting and we'll finish around about 2 p.m. And how can people get involved? Yeah, they've, we've got a dedicated cell phone number for that. It's 079-603-9080. Or you can email us on info at karenbuerta.co.za. Or if you just go to Facebook and put in Break the Silence, you'll find our Facebook page. And that video, which you can also find up at ecr.co.za under my show tab, Jane Lindley Thomas. All right, the 2nd of December, we're going to break the silence. We're going to rock it. So much love. And I suppose one can only start healing when you start vocalizing. It takes that step of acknowledging and vocalizing in order to get those wheels moving. Correct. I mean, it was I only vocalized in my early 30s and that was the first time I started healing wow. was when I spoke about it mm. and and that's just, the hardest part and I suppose also to know that you're not alone because I can only imagine that the fear must be such an overriding factor of keeping quiet yeah alright 2nd of December see you there lots of love thanks Karen workday feeling a little long that's because you missed Jane Lindley Thomas